The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's up, everybody? How are you? Welcome into the Tuesday somewhat delayed live episode of Just a show that comes on. Well, we did you know, almost just say yes. just the picks. Yes, I almost did. You did. I you almost got, did. Didn't you? Yeah, I got myself. It's a get Tuesday. it together. We're late. Sports Grid, you don't know oh, this, so gosh. how are you guys? We're live on YouTube today. Dave Sherpa and Matt Peralt with you guys. The chat's already been rolling. Very funny Thank memes. You, Thank you for the jokes, keeping us entertained while we were working some things out. We are just live on YouTube today. So if you know somebody who watches it on Twitter and like, where's the show? Tell them we're just live on YouTube today. We're going to do a little experiment here, trying to figure some stuff out with the internet and how things are rolling with Pharaoh. So if it works cleanly, we might need to reassess our Twitter live stream, but we do know that people watch it on Twitter a lot. So we don't like to do that. We have a lot to get to today. First and foremost, how are you, my friend? I'm good. We had a little meeting mm. in your driveway this morning. You saw like everybody come to my house. <laughs> we made it's chaos first today. Of all, shout out to Dave, the pool guy. Yeah. Philly fan, Philly guy. Not really Philly, but he does what everybody does back there. They say they're from Philly. Meanwhile, it's an hour and a half away, but you can't say where you're from because nobody knows the town. Right. So that's fine. Allentown, all outside of there. Anyhow, the Eagles aren't winning the Super Bowl. We established that with pool guy Dave. I met the water guy real quick. <laughs> they didn't come and blow this stuff today, but I did tell the pool guy, listen, can you not come between 10 and 12? Because he was, what time was he there? He was there at 10. <laughs> he was there right at 10, 15. Yep. And he's going to fix that thing. But yes, mm. it was a good meeting. Um, we got a lot of, sh- we got a lot of shit ironed out. Yeah. At least today. There'll be and more then, tomorrow. And, and, and then, <laughs> We got another curveball like five minutes before we're going to start a delayed show, which, I mean, we'll figure that out too. So for those of you that are here right now, we appreciate you being here right now. And listen, it's 1136. You know that Ferris feed sometimes the cocks don't cooperate. We're not leaving. We're going to finish the show. Stay with us. People. Might be awesome. We could take Hit that. And a like that. button. <laughs> While you're here, yeah, tell please. one person about the show, please, hmm. because nobody believes that we got all these followers. We got people that actually want to follow what we talk about. People bet what we tell them we're betting or we're not betting. It's crazy. So how are you? I'm fucking good. I'm <laughs> aggravated a little bit, but I, I'm good. Of course. I'm yes, good. It's all fine. Thank you good for being here, bet. Brigade. Yes. And lastly, Tyler, when I text you, Oh, text me back. Oh, because then I get the text late night and we talk, you know, <laughs> we're not drunk texting. We're not, we're not at that level yet, Tyler, but you waited too long and you kept me up all night. Oh. Don't do that shit to me, please. Oh. 
Tyler, I got you. Georgia wins 65 to seven last night to win their second consecutive national championship. TCU was never in the game. TCU was lucky to score seven points on this game. It was 10, seven, by the way, it was 10, seven. And when it went to 17, seven, I tweeted danger, danger, danger. Because that was going to be the biggest question I had as mm-hmm. to like, wait a minute, if you go down 24 seven, you're not coming back Mm-mm. down 17, seven pick happens. I mean, they looked like a triple a AAA baseball team playing a major league baseball all-star team. Like it was such a mismatch across <sighs> every position group across every single snap. It was like the team in red that team is way better than the team wearing silver and blue. Two things. One, it was, I don't want to start dismissing the fact that TCU was there. TCU earned their spot. Okay. Of course. Georgia is that much better than them last night. They're probably that much better than them. Nine and a half times out of 10, they're going to blow them out. Yes. I would say 10 out of 10. There's always that one small chance. Eh, There's always a chance, but maybe, maybe not. Eh. Second of all, the Bears would definitely beat the Georgia Bulldogs. Chicago Bears? The Chicago Bears. Of course. Why are we even doing this again? I started to get the text and the DMs and the tweets. What's the line with the Bears against Georgia? Minus 17. They're professional grown-ass men. <laughs> men against kids. Against That's college even... kids. Now, yeah. granted, they ain't that far apart. Maybe a lot of them in age. Right, in physical. I mean, and all big. that other stuff. Okay. But in reality, it's a big number. Yeah, Everybody if Bowers... If Bowers is the best player and tip of the cap to stuck you came on yesterday and cleaned house with his oh, Bowers boy. predictions. Had tip to Stucky. Had everything. He was right. He, he hit it everything. all. Everything. And Anytime touchdown, longest reception, over yardage, all over it. receptions, all, all of it. it just cleaned up. But if that guy's the better, there's 22 versions of Bauer on the field on both sides of the football for the bears. It's the best of the best. And that might be the worst team in the NFL, but they're still the best of the best. So that argument, I always laugh. Like Alabama, when they were in their heyday, like Bama would beat up on the Lions. Oh boy. No, they would not. They would have oh lost boy. They lost the game badly. <laughs> They'd get killed when you're going into. It's just people don't understand the level of talent that the NFL, how hard it is to make an NFL roster. It's, it's an interesting discussion, but in reality, it's probably not an interesting game. No, it's not. And I think I I just want people to get caution with that. Like, calm down. If it was if it was if we had to play this game now, back in the day, they used to play the college all stars versus a pro team. When after that was that was the Pro Bowl. That's what they did. It was an all star game versus all stars. Wow. And they used to play. You want to bring the Pro Bowl back? Yuck. That might be a monster. You would need Nobody to pay play. every player $10 million to play in that game. You would. Yeah. 
people would watch. They would 100% watch. I mean, I would love if you played it where you actually had a chance to answer that question. If you said to every NFL player, we're going to pay you $10 million each and all the college players, $10 million each. And we're going to play that game, Georgia against Chicago, against the Bears. We're going to play it and let's see who wins. Yeah. Eyeballs on eyeballs on eyeballs. Everybody. I mean, that would be the game of the century. Like people would just stop everything to watch that. I'd stop everything to watch that. It'd be unbelievable. Can you imagine the East West shrine game would be, you know, a a team of college all-stars that had prepped for, you know, that is prepping for the draft had two weeks to practice together versus a team of NFL all-stars that would have not, playoff implications so it would be everybody you not want an left. nfl all-star team that's even worse for the college kids let's put it together and let's play well minus 30 they get run over i'd People love to would see watch it. i'd watch it 100 i People would watch would it watch i want to ask you a question because two things happened yesterday that i found to be really interesting in the wake of georgia's championship game We've spent a lot of time talking about name, image, and likeness and the fact that name, image, and likeness is changing the barometer, changing everything happening in college football. Mm -hmm. Stenson Bennett is 25 years old. He's not a kid. He's a man. And after the game, Kirby Smart's kid, 10 years old, was crying in his office at the stadium. And Kirby Smart said he walked in and was like, what's wrong? You hurt? Who did something to you? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Stenson's leaving. And he was like, yeah, he's leaving. He's 25 years old. He's got to go on to his life. Yesterday, we saw Blake Corum from Michigan decide to say no to the NFL draft and to stay in school. And the quarterback for Utah, who also decided to say no to the NFL, Cam Rising, I'm staying in school. Could Imogen Likeness actually save college football? And what I mean by that is, could kids stay in college longer now and actually bring back the four-year star in college football? Because there's no need to go to the NFL to be a backup or a fourth-round pick when you can make more money being, quote, the man in the market that you currently are playing in. Yeah, why not? I think it could really happen. I really do. I think... Because Blake Corum's could it happen close. for college basketball? That's where we need it. It could. I mean, college basketball is a little bit of a different animal because one player. I mean, there's only two rounds of the college of of the draft, right? So there are only sixty players drafted mm-hmm. in the NFL draft. We have seven rounds. You know, we have two hundred and ten players who get drafted plus you know picks in between. So like 230, 40 picks, whatever it is per year in the NFL draft. So a lot more kids are drafted into the NFL than there are in the NBA for college into the NBA top five kids, top five players. It's such amazing amounts of money, shoe deals and everything else. The chances are if you're playing basketball, like let's just say you're playing basketball at Virginia, you're in Charlottesville, you're in a pretty small town. Right. So the, the name image and likeness stuff is there. There's money there for you, but there's not global money there for you the way that there is if you're going to become the next Kevin Durant. So basketball is going to be, you're right, we need it in basketball, but I feel like basketball might be a little bit more and more difficult to convince a kid to stay given the amount of money that's available on the global scale basketball-wise. But for college yeah, football, but a guy who's going to go play in a G League, he's going to make he can make less than he's going to make staying at Duke and playing a second or third year. The one totally and done's got to go, got to be done. 
the second, well, out of the one and done, but the second round pick kids, I think you're right. You could keep them in school. They might stick around. They might stay where they are. Part of the beauty of college basketball, which is what we're going to talk about going forward here on the show and what is the focus of sports betting. Once the NFL playoffs start, college football is over. Yeah. So everybody can kind of put that to bed. Now we'll talk about college football as far as like what's going to happen as we get closer to spring games and the draft and all that bullshit. But yeah. It's college basketball now. I loved college basketball when I was in college. Right. Go ahead. Take care of what you got to take care of. Go. Said, damn cat. I did not meet the cat. I can't even go in his house. We stood outside and talked in the driveway. (laughs) Anyhow, I want college basketball to come back with that four. Like, Christian Leitner would have made $800 million in name and likeness today. Yeah, by being Christian Leitner, just mm-hmm. what he did. Right, but everybody knew Duke. I had to watch every Duke game. I wanted to see <laughs> what they were doing, either to root against them or root for them. Like that can be created again. So the the question is: Is do you think it can be um, in college football? I a hundred percent do. I think it could be. The Blake Corum news was stunning because Blake was told by NFL scouts, "There's no need to stay in school." You're a second or a third round pick, no matter what you do next year. Yeah, but that money ain't guaranteed. Right. So you got to make the team. You got to stay healthy. And then you got to. Well, you know, I mean, first, first four, first four round picks, you're pretty much on the roster, like fifth, sixth, seventh. You're questionable. But most teams don't want to blow a fourth round pick, third round pick and have the kid not make the team like they they feel pretty good. You make the team. It's one year. Correct. Yes. Absolutely. The minimum yeah. salary or the, the league minimums. Yeah. 700,000 or whatever. It's a good amount of money, but it's not right. It's not huge amounts of money. It's not first round pick money. So that's why I think like, I just go back to what I heard when the Creighton Blue Jays were in town and someone was telling me that like, you know, these kids are all making six figures. Even the bench kids are making six figures. I was like, what? They're like, yeah, like everyone is. What making- are we doing? Why are we not making what, what are we, what are we doing? It's fair. I mean, the, the, there's all these different, you know, but to me, obviously, all, a lot of times, personally, I say that there are, you are paid for what you're worth. And these kids right now have a lot of eyeballs on them. People are paying attention to them. So it's not hard for a team to get a $2 million name, image, and likeness deal for the whole team. The whole team is, is, is given the money. So now Blake Corum is told, look, you're going to go be a second, third round pick, do whatever you want. Win the Heisman, win the national championship. You're a second round pick. That's what you're going to be. You're a running back. NFL teams don't value first round pick running backs all that often. Your size is going to be a detriment. Okay. I can make a million dollars a year next year at Michigan. I'm staying. KM rising in Salt Lake city. I can be the guy. I can make 500,000, a million dollars playing football for Utah next year and not going and being a fourth round pick or whatever round pick he would wind up being. Right. So I do think this could be huge for college football. This might really do what we had always hoped. This might keep kids in school. And then you get, you know, a Stenson Bennett. You get a kid that doesn't, he, ha- he runs out of eligibility. How, when's the last time you saw a national championship winning quarterback run out of eligibility? He's won <laughs> back-to-back championships and he can't play anymore. He's got to leave. Normally these kids are leaving after their junior year. So I, I think it's, I mean, that's one benefit. Now, there's a lot of negatives to it, but there might be a pretty nice positive to it is keeping these kids in school. Where do you stand on 
as you know, I mean, between the shows and stuff and other stuff that I do, I mean, I talk to a lot of young kids, like young, meaning 20s, late 20s, early 30s. Right. Newbie, I absolutely love, like Tony Yanitsi from and stuff from MLB. Like we were in a thread. They started with the college football is not better than NFL ever. And if this is your championship game where it's a blowout like this, like this is a perfect example of that. Like how can you like college football more than you like NFL? Where do you where where's your, where do you stand on that argument? Okay, so I'm a kid who grew up w- thinking that college football was just a thing on Saturdays that people wasted their time with. So this is how I grew up. I get their point because they're growing up in the same environment. They're on the East Coast and they're outside of major East Coast cities, New York and Philadelphia. So I get why they say that. It's just an ignorant comment because they've never actually lived it. They see college football as a thing on TV that why would you ever want to be a part of this? I've had the same exact opinion until I covered the SEC. And as a 23-year-old kid going around the SEC for five years, staring at all of these amazing environments and watching these games and watching the passion and understanding the passion that goes into a college football program, you then go, oh, okay, it is different. There is a different level of connection to it. Also because of the fact that not always, okay, in the South, definitely not the case, but right. like you're, you're a Penn State guy because you're a Penn State grad. Like you went to Penn State. Like you you have. Yeah, but like I grew up going to pit games when, you know, I saw almost all of Dan Marino's home games. Okay. I, I, I was I was in the college football. And you also grew up in Pennsylvania, which is a college, Western Pennsylvania. I mean, I played football up until my freshman year of high school too. Like I played. But isn't it where you grow up? I mean, you grew up understanding it. You were there right, watching right. the pageantry. You got college football, the bowl games, the Big Ten. You understood the Backyard it. brawl was a big backyard deal. Backyard brawl, backyard. right. Was huge deal. I grew up with BC football and Doug Flutie. Okay, that's what I grew up with. We didn't know what the hell it was. It was like. And it was a short window of it. Like short window. Was a, it was, <laughs> was it two games. Yeah, right? it was that, one year, basically. Yeah, so I guess. that's what I right. grew up with. And there was never every. And we, BC was never really any good or relevant. And. You never went to a Boston college game. My dad went to Boston college for law school. I went to like two games with him while he was in law school for four years. Like it's not, it's not part of the life. You go to Bruins games, you go to Celtics games, you go to Patriot games, you get the passion of paying a player. And then frankly, you can tell a player, this is why the Northeast people, I think gravitate towards the pros more. I mean, they can tell a pro player to fuck off. They, they don't want to tell a college kid that they feel uncomfortable doing that because the kid wasn't paid. So their whole angle was like, Oh, you know, we're not getting, these kids aren't getting paid. So I don't have the same level of of passion or fandom. It's, it's a bunch of nonsense. I mean, it really frankly is a bunch of nonsense. I think college football week to week is better than the NFL week to week. The NFL playoffs are better than the college football playoffs. They're longer. They're more semifinal games were unbelievable. They were. But we like have that's what I was telling the kids last night. Like I was telling, I was like, guys, those games last Saturday were electric. But they you were, know they were complete anomalies, though, right? I mean, of th- course. That was the first time in five years the, 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 the there was there was one semifinal game in the last four years that had a final score of eleven points or less. Those games historically have been blowouts. So that also taints them. The championship games for the last couple of years have been awesome. The problem is. Last night sucked. <laughs> so that's the right. problem. It was brutal. 65-7. Game was over in the first quarter. 
I'm not gonna. I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I fell asleep in the third quarter. Oh God, you didn't miss anything. I fell asleep. I went out. Quarter. I woke up in the. Fourth. I left. I left my house. I went out. I, I was. I, I had stuff to do. Third quarter. I was like, okay, I'm good. I hit all. The only thing I was worried about was the Edmonton Oilers over last night. That was it. And that game was starting at 7:30. Right. So I I knew I had about an hour and a half of a window to go get some stuff done before I could come home and watch the second and third periods of Edmonton in LA. I knew I was good. I had 12 and a half. I had first half, seven and a half. I, I got the first half bet right. I got the game bet right. We got the Bowers bet right. Um, and then I had minus 12 and a half and minus six and a half or, or sorry, over six and a half for Edmonton and LA individually. And then I saw a crazy tweet in the person like this crazy rant. And it was really person was right. They're like, you should money line parlay every straight bet you make with the Georgia money line. And I did that on two of my bets and it, it popped it, it popped it to plus 120. It was nice. I had a good night last night. I had, really, I had one of my better nights betting in a long time last night. I, I haven't put in a parlay and I can't begin to tell you how long. Like I just, like I just, but so sports grid threw a curveball at me yesterday and said, you're only doing the first hour oh. with Gabe and Kent from three to four. Usually I do four to seven, but okay. you know, they tell you what they want to tell you when they want to tell you. Hey, by the way, we're only doing three to four because we're doing a college football show in game live and you're not ah, on it. Okay. Oh, Kevin, you know, Ben, nice. at least you're doing the show. Perfect. Nice. Let me know. Thanks. Nobody let me know. So I decided to go. I looked at the board with Gabe and Cam and then Coach JY, James Young, the NBA board, and I go, man. All the favorites except one are winning today. I looked at the board. It's either the Pelicans are winning at Washington, the Bucks are winning at the Knicks. The late four games, all the favorites are winning. They did. So I said, we'll do one and then all the favorites. So Pelicans and then the rest, the Bucks and then the rest. And then in case I'm wrong, Four and two for the favorites. We'll do Bucks Road, Pelicans Road, and the rest of the favorites on a money line. Nice. Parlay. Just screwing around. Uh-huh. Paid eight Head to one. Seven all. to one, eight to one, and eight to one. Of course it hit. Hit them all. <laughs> well, no. The, the I mean, the, the Bucks beat the Knicks. So the one that you did with the Knicks is the winner. Two of the parlays lost, but one won. You do all three combinations. So you do what these these. If you added you, Georgia money line to all of them, would could have done more. that too. Could have thrown <laughs> that in there too. That's, like I just, mean, the person was crazy. He's like, if I I saw the tweet and I was like, that person's nuts, but they're actually onto something. Like every you just they just said, just take the money line, Georgia. Georgia's not losing tonight. Just add Georgia to every bet you make tonight. Put Georgia on it, and you can have your it's minus five hundred. So you're going to change, you know, a minus 130 to like plus 130. It's not going to change it dramatically, but it is going to give you plus money on the bets. I mean, I did. <laughs> it, was, it was a nice method. It was, it was nice to go through and run that. And the Oilers plus six and a half. Well, I only made one straight bet other than the game was the plus six and a half. So I paired those up and I had plus 120 on Oilers and the uh, and, and the Kings. So, yeah, it's it's fun. It's with just, the, I mean, something that happens. It's rare, but you wait. take a shot. Right. And I, I don't know, like I just decided, like I was just going to mess around. And again, God damn this fucking internet. Please stay what? with us. What's wrong? I'm try- it just keeps freezing up. Everybody's uh, watching the show and we're getting it frozen. And it is and that it's hard to see. Um, we're, we're still good. We're still good. 
Okay. Um, anyhow, yeah. So like you can just see it like with the board and with uh, certain nights. There's just, I mean, it was Georgia's night. It was Georgia's night early. It was never in doubt. Never. Never in doubt. Zero. I mean, and I tweeted it yesterday, a story time from the book. And um, I, uh, I, I had a guy who had TCU 19 to one to oh, win the whole thing. It's a good tweet. He said, well, you gave him a great out. You gave him the perfect way to get the hedge. I, I suggested he had a dime to win 19 and they won the semifinal game. He's like, what do I do? I said, wait for the money line to come out. It'll go down because they're going to take the points. They're going to take the money line because they already have the Georgia futures. Wait till it to get to about 12 and a half or 13. He said, then just buy Georgia on the money line. If nothing else, lay to win a dime for your time so you don't lose anything. I would lay enough to win a dime on Georgia. Right. I said, so, you know, you got to lay out eight to win two which means you net one because you lose the dime on a TCU bet, but you win two on a Georgia bet. No, man, they're going to win. What oh. if they don't? What if they don't? You have a no-risk bet and you earn. Right. I said, that's what I do. That's what I did in the book for years, trying to help you win money and mm. not lose money. That's what we were doing in the book. When we had the best of it, we shoved all in in the book the best we could. You take bets and don't move the line. When you keep moving the line and you find a spot where your position is good, you live with the results. He didn't do it. I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope my guy is is good today. I didn't talk to him last night. He didn't. Want, you know, he, he was like, when it was twenty four to seven, he goes, "I'm in trouble." <laughs> yep. He goes. He goes, they can't stop him. I said, I told you this before. Like, that was the concern, right? The TCU team total, we talked about it. How are they going to get over 24 and a half? They were never getting over 24 and a half. No the problem was, how were they going to stop that offense? They did whatever they wanted. Whether yep. Bennett threw it, they ran it, they weren't getting off the field. Then they turned the ball over and the game was done. You know, it's interesting too, because TCU came into the game with this defense that we talked about yesterday, this three, three, five defense. Oh, and it was so obvious so early that they were not equipped to handle the offensive line. They were not equipped. They couldn't put any pressure on Bennett at all. It was, they couldn't cover Bowers. They couldn't cover anybody Players are running free. I mean, that looked like a spring game practice for that offense for Georgia. There was no resistance at all. It was five against three, first of all. <laughs> Those five are like 10. Mm. They are mountains. They're all NFL players, yes. They're gigantic human beings. The matchup was bad to begin with, and TCU wasn't changing what they did, so they had no. to figure out a way – to stop with what they what their scheme was, how yeah. was that? It was it was wasn't going to work. It just wasn't going to work. And when you saw it live, like immediately, I thought this in is, trouble. That, yeah. Immediately, there was no thought. Even when they got that bomb, 
and TCU yeah. scored to make it 10-7. Did you at any point go, all right, maybe no. we'll have a game? I said, if Georgia scores a touchdown on this drive, no, a blowout's coming because it was, they went touchdown, then they went turnover, field goal, touchdown TCU, touchdown Georgia, interception, touchdown Georgia. Interception, when that happened, I said, if they score a touchdown here, Game it's over. a wrap. Don watch it's it. Wrap. It's, yep. it's, it's it, right. Like you Game knew over. you felt oh, yeah. it. Oh God. Cause there was no resistance. I was Their glad, defense had no shot. I was so glad we didn't go. I, I was, oh. I, we had, I talked to somebody and you know, like Pat was there and all the boys were there and all this stuff. Yep. And they're like, would you want to go? The weather has been so shitty here. And I think that might be part of the reason for this internet thing too. Like I'm, I'm convinced that when it rains here, your internet sucks for a lot of people. So I don't know, but we're doing better. Everybody's still with us. Okay. Good. Our, our, our chat, our people live has gone down because people are like, fuck it. I'll listen to it later. I'll watch it later. I understand when you do that. We're trying our best. We're going to, we're, we're, we're going to figure that out in 2023. I promise. Anyhow, I was glad we didn't go. Cause I was like, I'd have fucking left at halftime. Right. Yeah. I would have. Why? And what's the point? You know, it's, it's, you know, what's the point? What's the point of having a stadium like that? And then when it raining, like it's, it's, it's it's like, what are you doing? Is it a dome or not a dome? It's not a dome. It's an open air. It's a, it's a ceiling. It's what it is. It's not a dome. We just have a ceiling over the playing surface. And if you're, and it's amazing because it was like mother nature was just deciding to, you know, relieve herself on TCU fans to make it even worse because it was only on the TCU sections that was the water coming in at SoFi Stadium all on TCU. Fans. Unbelievable. So it was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was bad. So here's the question, right? Georgia, are they the new Alabama? I don't know if you saw the David Pollock comment with Nick Saban on set or not. Does he do that on purpose? I think so, but I also think he just, David Pollock is such a Georgia homer that he doesn't really care. He's so, talking to Nick Saban. I, Nick Saban's, that's going to be a clip that you know Nick will use, and he will go back, and that will be motivation 101 Did for the Crimson Tide. Did you see face? Oh, it was just, it went straight, like, <laughs> Nick was not having it. And, I, and it, I mean, it's hard to say no, because would you bet Georgia to three-peat right now? I mean, shit, they're the favorite. But they always are. I mean, that's the team that wins always. I is the know, favorite. but I mean, I, I would not. bet it today. Who's the quarterback? You need to, I need to know. Right? Like, that's, I mean, we got to kind of know that a little, but they are just that much better than almost every team right now. Right now. Yeah. Kirby Smart's done an incredible job recruiting. The name, image, and likeness situation is going to be fun to watch. I still think Alabama next year, with all that young talent, all those young receivers, next year, look out, and it's an angry Nick Saban. Normally, when things go poorly for Nick, the next year, they kill everyone. (laughs) And they run the score up, and they remind everybody of who Alabama is. So my guess is if you're on the schedule next year for the Crimson Tide, that's not good for you. But LSU, I think, is going to be worthwhile. Tennessee is going to be fun to watch. Who's playing quarterback for Alabama? That kid that can't throw? Well, there's a big question as to transfer portal, who may come in. I I think that that's a huge question for Bama as well as who's the quarterback going to be next year for the Crimson Tide. But I think there's going to be, I mean, the SEC is going to be really good. Look, Penn State, I think it's going to be worth 
watching as to what James Franklin is doing. Michigan and Ohio State are going to be right there. Michigan probably more than Ohio State because of J.J. McCarthy coming back and Blake Corum coming back. I think next year in college football is going to be a lot of fun. I would not bet Georgia to repeat, to three-peat. I think there's going to be a lot of resistance next year against Georgia. It's going to be fun. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, like the guys in the chat are, are already calling it out. I mean, Chef Benny just said Georgia has a wicked easy schedule next okay. year. That's a Boston guy saying wicked easy schedule. I love it. <laughs> um, USC, Jimmy Jack yep. with 4K said USC will be in the playoff next year. Probably, yeah. Um, Clown MB3 already fired out. USC along with Michigan and Bama are in the playoffs next year. Not sure about the fourth. They, what? And this is the knock on college football. Okay, this is where newbie and all the East Coast people, including myself, used to be part of this. We shouldn't be able to sit here and tell you who the four in the playoffs will be next year. But you can do that a year out and feel pretty good about it. And feel pretty confident. Talk about who Kansas City and Buffalo were 100% going to be the one and two before the season and are one and two now. Fair, but they were right? pushed, but they were pushed in their path. Well, no, they're big, pushed. These guys are pushed too. Like the yeah, college. But their path is I like be different. the college because one, it's so one, the passionate fan bases make it are all there. worthwhile. It's just different. The pageantry like, is different. It's, it's, yeah, it's definitely different. Two, um, the regionalization of it makes it cool. Mm-hmm. And that that creates the back and forth and like the Big Ten versus the SEC versus the Pac-12, whatever they're doing in the Big 12 in the middle. Like it's fun, the back. Like I just feel like it's, I, I don't know, it, it's different. Um, I'm good with like talking about it now and like saying – this team could be in it. You just said Tennessee, like Florida State. Who just said Florida State well, in the chat? Preseason top five. Gen four TW. They're going to be very good next year. Florida yeah. State is number four in the way yeah. too early pool. Yeah, Florida State's going to be very, very good. Yeah, Florida State's back. They're back. They got a quarterback. They got a. They got an offense. They got. Yeah, they're, they're going to be fun to watch next year, which is great. That's phenomenal for college football to get Florida State back into the mix. I mean, look, Deion Sanders is going to be fun to watch in Colorado next year. That can be in the playoffs, but he's going to be fun to watch to see what he can do with that team, how fast he can turn that team into something of a, of a problem for teams in the Pac-12. So, Chad's already said, what's a TCU? TCU forgotten. TCU done. Don't let Clemson slip the mind from Zach the Hat. I mean, they. I mean, yeah, they didn't look great in the bowl game, but I mean – Kublik got, or Kubinik, whatever you say, the kid's last name got pushed around, but he was a freshman. So we'll see what he looks right. like. But yes, I mean, Clemson, next year in college football is going to be fun. I, I think it's going to be a really interesting season. There's a lot of really cool games to be had. I mean, look, you know, could Iowa's offense do something? They know, we know the defense is going to be obviously very good. Could Iowa be a team in the, in the big 10 to take a look at, um, you know, I think US, USC is going to be very good. What does UCLA look like next year with Chip Kelly after their good year this season? So I love, I love it. college football. I love what? it. I love college like, football. Oh, I, I, love college. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm always sad. This day sucks. When college football is over, same. it sucks. It's it's just kind of like always, it's always same. anticlimactic to me. I'm always like, man, because I hate it. When I was covering working in Nebraska, Virginia, Nebraska, and Alabama, were the three places I didn't have to worry about it too much in Des Moines for whatever reason, but the spring game, 
I hated the talk. I hated talking about it. Oh. I hated covering it. It was so hard oh. to manufacture any type of interest that I had about what the red team and the white team, what they were going to look like, what they were going to run. It felt awkward when you go to the stadium, they would tailgate, they'd act like it's the fall. And I'm like, it's not the fall. It's <sighs> April. Like, what are we doing? This is weird. So I, I went I to the know. spring game once at Penn state in my freshman year. Cause they're like, you got to go to the spring game. You got to go to the spring game. Like the Penguins are in the playoffs. <laughs> right. See? Yeah. Like I want to watch the hot. What are you talking about? They're playing the playoffs. They're yeah. getting ready to play the NBA playoffs. Baseball just started. I'd rather drive to Baltimore and go see a regular season game at Camden Yards. Let's go to Philly and go to the vet. That's what Pennsylvania. Are- That's the difference with Pennsylvania than I think any other state in America, because you guys understand the football, but you also have the pro passion. And so like they try to incorporate the college football spring game, but you're like, wait, there's other things that are much more important than watching kids practice. Like, what am I doing? Like, let's go watch a real I game. I was at the school. I was friends with some of the players. Right. And I went to the first year and I'm like, this sucks. It does suck. I was and at the you, game. Like there's 50, 60,000 people oh yeah. there trying to pretend like it's a Saturday it's, in right. September. <laughs> yep. It's all fake. I agree. It's and the bullshit. press box is set up and you're watching, you know, individual matchups and like the rules are always wonky. They're never actually like a real, like, okay, we're not playing kickoffs and we're not going to punt. If you get stopped, we're just going to turn around and defense comes on and, you know, some teams do drafts where like they have team captains and they draft the team who plays and like every coach has their own philosophy as to how to do the spring game, but it's just a money grab in some ways. I remember when Nebraska started charging for the spring game, that was like done. <laughs> people flipped get out. They the were so mad. Get out of here. I ain't yeah. paying for this seat. You Alabama nuts. though gets it. Alabama gets like 15 bucks a ticket and they sell out. So I mean, people go to watch Alabama practice and they're like, oh, and, you know, they do autograph sessions or whatever, but it's just so not, so not what college football really is. So I no. hated it. So that's why I always, I knew after the championship was over, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get into this signing day back then was in February. And so you had this, the, the first Tuesday in February was signing day. So you spent the next three weeks talking about which kid could flip to which school and how many four stars and five stars are you going to be able to get? And then you cover signing day where you watch a fax machine like it's something of a real. That You told me that story. Oh. That is horrific. So bad. So boring. And like I had to fake it and act like I cared about some kid from some school that went to this school. Like I, It was awful. It was I just a got pretend. a text from my guy, Train, who listens yeah. to the show every day as he does his daily walk in, in Green Tree and Pittsburgh and stuff right downtown. He said they used to play college all-stars versus defending Super Bowl champs in the preseason. Steelers wow. was in the late 70s, played a game at Soldier Field. It ended early due to weather conditions, lightning, et cetera. Look it up. Best of you both train. I mean, That's I don't cool. remember that. Like watching I was born it. in 70, 77, so no, I have no memory right. of it at all. I, I, I don't remember watching it, but I know obviously that it happened. So thank you, Train, for that shout out. I appreciate cool. that. Wow. Um, Spring games suck. They do. Rommel Camp, if you missed the show yesterday, I got your tile. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> He's watching the show right now. Really I got to cool. call him later. A lot of things going on. Rommel Talk Camp, to it's not personal. Um, we liked yesterday. Yeah. What about, uh, what do you think about odds on 
college football now before we move on. Like, I, like as a books, put them up right now. Like, I yeah, mean, they're course. already queued up. It's a flyer. As I mean, George is going to be number one. Go ahead. And then you're going to have, you know, opinions, Alabama, Michigan, um, probably Florida State, somewhere in that range, depending on the book. But it's it's literally throwing darts. I mean, there's no, you can't really handicap it right now. I mean, you can look at the schedule. You, you could. Notice, all you have right now is the returning starters, yep. ideally. But the and transfer portal, but, but the portal train changes everything. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, so it's who's there never, now might not be there now. It's never been more uncertain. Yeah. Than it is right now. Right. Ever. I mean, if you have a line on some team that you think is going to be very good, you might get crazy odds that are worthwhile. That's why TCU last TCU was plus 2000 for that very reason. Nobody saw yeah. Max Duggan coming. No one, no one saw this offense doing what it was going to do. They were five and seven last year. So maybe name imagery like this in the transfer portal will lead towards more of these quote Cinderella type stories, which I think is great for college football. I think the TCU story was great for college football. It just reminded me of the Patriots in 86 when they became the first team in NFL history to win three straight mm-hmm. games on the road mm-hmm. and then took on the Chicago bears and lost the game 40, hundred to two to 10. I'm still scarred <laughs> from that game. I told you that I, we had our first Super Bowl party where we did all my mom and dad said, you can bring all the friends over. We did a block pool. The winner of the block pool won an electronic QB game. There's little beep, 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 yep. beep, 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 beep thing that you played. Yeah. And I took the Patriot side. I had the red Patriot, so uh, cool. Craig James Jersey, three quarters back when I was still fighting and in fighting shape. I thought nice. I looked pretty good in that thing. I love that thing. Great and everybody came over and they're like, you're rooting for the Patriots. I'm like, you're damn right. AFC. We got to stick. We got to stick to our side. <laughs> they're like, don't you like the Super Bowl shuffle? I said, I love the Super Bowl shuffle. I hope, I hope Ugh. Fridge scores a touchdown. But yeah, I think did. the Patriots are going to keep it close. I was sitting in a corner like this. Do you buy that, by the way, that story that that's the origin of prop betting? Oh, I mean, I talked to Jimmy about it. Like, I mean, they... They that thing got its a life of its own. They they did that here for the first time and it yeah. went nuts. And then that's a great trivia question. What what, what is the origin of prop betting? Did the fridge or would the fridge score a score touchdown, touchdown? Yes or no? Just made up was, a number, that, Jimmy. Just the, some conversation. Or, or does the origin of prop betting that's that game? And that was right. the most horrific moment of my football childhood. Of, of of I got so into squish the fish. I got so into that football team. I hated the Super Bowl shuffle. That was the corniest, stupidest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And they destroyed the Patriots, much like last night. It reminded me, the first drive reminded me, I was like, oh, okay. I'm 10 years old again. This is, this, this is 86. I mean, this there's is- <laughs> been some bad Super Bowls for years. Yeah, but that was my some team. Sh- my, my team well, wasn't was supposed to be pressure. there. They were horrible. They were bad. I sat through the, all the two and 14 seasons. I'd gone to the bleachers at, at old Foxborough stadium and watched the team and watched all the blackouts. I listened to my father bitch about blackouts over and over and over again, saying, how the hell can I watch this game on TV? These people don't buy tickets, blah, blah, blah. And then they were in the Super Bowl. The Patriots actually were in the game that the Niners had been in and the Cowboys had been in and all these, you know, 
Patriots were a laughing stock. People used to make fun of us like crazy. And we were like, yeah, we're a basketball and hockey <laughs> town. We don't claim football. Fuck football. And then all of a sudden they're in the Super Bowl. I saw an unbelievable NFL films expert on Twitter from that team. The Patriot team? That Patriot team that went to the Super Bowl. I thought Steve Rogan was the coolest dude in the world. Right. Mr. I, Neck. That was, I mean, man, I wanted them to win so bad. I, I was like, this is Irving kind of Fryer, but the Bears Stanley Morgan, Stanley Morgan, Moises Tatupu, oh, Craig James, John Hanna, mm. Steve Grogan, Tony Eason, yep. Raymond Berry. I can't name many teams. I can almost name that whole damn starting offense for the Patriots. Andre Tippett, um, James Singletary. Um, I mean, there's just, it's it, it, that team scarred me. <laughs> like I was, it started my Boston, like my dad always would laugh. He was like, that's your indoctrination of being a Patriot Bruins Celtics fan. Like we expected to lose. People don't understand this. My brothers have no conception at all of what it was like to growing up in the eighties and the early nineties of the losing that took place in New England, the consistent, you expected bad things to happen. Patriots went to the Super Bowl in 86, and in 96, Parcells took the team to the Super Bowl and left the next day. (laughs) He left the next day and went to the Jets. Jets He went to the Jets of all all places. places. I mean, it's crazy when you stop and realize that people are like, oh, Boston, all they do is win. Yeah, well, that's we we pound our chest and we're arrogant assholes because we suffered through so Which much. makes it more annoying now. <laughs> Fine. Because we know that's what it was the like. The asshole thing is, is perfect. Real. Because uh-huh. it's like, God damn it, you guys sucked for 100 years. So Shut long. Up. And we now it's so bad. Good. And it's yep. like. It's it's completely swung the other way, and nobody wants to hear your shit. And it won't stop. It just, it's crazy. It won't stop. It's just like it's generations. My brothers are twenty nine and twenty six, and they have no conception at all, at all, of a Boston city which expected to have Bill Buckner, the eighty six team against the Bears, right. the Desmond Howard kick return for a touchdown right. for the Packers, right. The fog I mean, game against the, the fog Oilers. game against the Oilers. I mean, all the bad things that were supposed to happen supposed to did happen. happen. Did happen. Did. We we got absolutely yeah. screwed in every twist and turn. If it could go wrong against Boston, it did. Now it's the exact opposite. Every break, every you know possible positive thing that could happen, it feels like it always goes to Patriots, Bruins, Celtics away, and it's totally. I mean, the Bruins are thirty-two, four and four. They're 32, four and four. I mean, are you kidding me? It's, it's ridiculous. The point of the season. They've only lost five fucking games, <laughs> four games, the 32, four, and, four then and, the, and then the, the, yeah. the overtime the losses. Is, right. So, but in regulation, they've lost four games in regulation. Sure. <laughs> and we're almost halfway through the entire year and it's crazy. So it's, it's this is just not what we currently are. All right. This Mr. Baseball, we we squeeze. We never talk baseball. We we have to talk about baseball. This is the, the craziest story I've ever seen. Carlos Correa is a twin again. <laughs> this odyssey doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Carlos Correa. Somebody wasn't buying the bullshit. But why did the twins then? Six years. Okay, you could pay him six years. Carlos Correa went to the Giants. They said Scott's. 
his surgically repaired right leg got a problem. Yeah. 13 years, $350 million from the giants. Right. Yeah. That fell apart because of the leg. Right. Then the Mets offered him that 12 fell apart years. Because somebody in the office said, hold on, check the leg. What are we doing? What are Sweep we doing? The leg. <laughs> then he gets an offer from the Mets. The Mets offer him 12 years, $315 million. Right. Right. Mets and the Mets got a lot of good positive going on, right? A lot yep. of good positive going on. And an owner who could care less about money. So they thought we got our last piece. This is great. We'll hustle. We'll hustle the Mets guy. Watch this. We'll take him. We'll and then they that. flagged the leg and said, Meh, don't know about that. What's in that leg? Then Correa decides to go back to the twins. Well, I don't, I don't think there was anyone else to call <laughs> four Hello. years. He gets a four year, $70 million deal from the twins. It yeah. becomes official. If mm -hmm. he passes the review on the lower right leg, which he broke during a minor league game. Supposedly the twins are comfortable with it for a <laughs> an agreement which includes a vesting option for four years at seventy million dollars. Mm. I, I mean, this is unbelievable as to what he was supposed to get to what he actually got. The market is created by his agents. Yeah, nobody. There's nobody bidding against each other for this shit. So he goes and tells them what he's going to pay or how many years he wants. And we'll work this out. And it's another inside job. You know, we raise the base salaries. We raise the top level salaries. We'll go to the big markets because they pay. San Francisco, you got to have them. This is your shortstop for the next decade plus. Wait a second. His leg's fucked up. Oh, hold on. Oh. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a six-year, $200 million contract, but it's right. only a four-year, $70 million guaranteed That's contract. it. Somebody <laughs> with a Somebody with a brain. <laughs> For the twins, you're saying, all right, Carlos, you can prove it. We'll get you. Well, no, you were here. You were just here with us, right? That's where he was. Yep. Come come back. Um, we'll guarantee you 70 million for the four, because you're gonna be what 32? Mm. Uh how how old is he right he's now? 28. He's 20, yep. He's 28, right? Yeah. I just can't believe it got to this point. But here's my question, Probably. though. If he was going to take that low of a deal, don't you think the twins or the, or the giants would have done that deal? If they're going to give him 13 in 12 years, I, I don't know if the agent wanted him to do it there. You can do it in Minnesota. It's a small Why? market team. Okay. You can't agree to that money in the big markets. They won't because why? Because the future, the, the next time he brings somebody there, they're going to say we want a similar deal. Yes. All right. I get maybe. And that's, this and you know what? Why that, I keep that's why you we're talking to people. Let's talk to us. Let's start up here. We'll, <laughs> no, we I, I agree. Here. Right. I fair. I agree with that. But if Correa, I would blame Correa on that and say that's on you because if I'm him, this is where the Astros are laughing their asses off because of the Astros. Course. Let him walk to the twins for a, for a small deal, a three-year deal with a one-year out. He goes and plays one year in Minnesota, opts out, and expects to hit the jackpot. Yeah. And instead, he's now sitting, dealing with the fact he's going to play for the twins for at least four seasons. 
think he wants to be in Minnesota? I said, man, these guys, a lot of them will be anywhere where they get paid. Okay, right, but I if you're going to make live it in Vegas, set. but if somebody gives us a bag and we got to move to Minnesota, are we going? Please no. Please no. I hate how the fucking much, cold. How much are we talking? I about hate the cold. It's going to be a lot. Of I don't want to go to Minnesota. <laughs> I don't. Go to I don't. Minnesota. I'll freeze my ass off. I love you people. Watch the show from Minnesota. Thank you. Hat tip. Hit the like button. But I ain't fucking moving to Minnesota. I don't want to. But if that's the only place that'll pay you the life changing money, I mean, for 35 go. million, I would, but I mean, it's well, I mean, everybody's got a number. That's what they yeah. keep saying. But like, whew, it's baseball and you play the game that you get paid to play in the league you get to pay the, to, to play it in. If that's the only one, I mean, he tried to go to San Francisco, he tried to go to New York. He's been in Houston. Obviously, that was enough. Like, you could have stayed there probably and taken what they gave you, but he didn't want to. You wanted to explore. Now, you, I don't think he's – I think he's out of options. I mean, spring training starts in one month. One month. Twins got a bargain. I mean, if he, if he performs the way that he performed last year for them, that's a huge – that's a cool. – MB3 says that means the leg is bad, bad. Do you think it – I mean, do you really – like, when you look at this as just somebody who's – you know, into sports and yeah, you know, have to be a baseball guy, but you got to have genuine concern, right? If in the future, sure, I, I, he's fine right now. <laughs> this is not a this is not a, a, a today problem. This is a degenerative problem. This is they're projecting he's going to be bad in the thirty and gets to his thirties. When he gets older, the leg is going to become a bigger and bigger problem. But okay. they don't know that for a fact. Okay. I mean, they're looking at it, going, "All right, he broke the leg." Maybe it didn't heal right. Maybe it's he's going to need surgery or corrective something with the leg in the future. Maybe he'll be limited about range in the in the field, or maybe he'll have to have problems running. But it's not for today; it's for later. You know, this wasn't nobody flagged it for twenty eight year old Carlos Correa. They flagged it for thirty five year old Carlos Correa. I think they might have flagged it for thirty year old Carlos Correa. Like I mean, it maybe feels like to me. That, I mean, with the four-year thing, like yeah. when you sent the thing uh, and I looked at it real quick, I was like, oh, only four are really – like that's what that's what it came to me with. I mean, you it's hard to play shortstop in your mid-30s. It's hard. Wait, I'm sorry to go totally off topic, but I just read – someone just sent this to us, and I can't believe if it's true or not. What? There's a book here in town that lets you bet on hockey fight props. What book would that be? Stations. I'll go there today as soon as the show's over. <laughs> it's I don't it. Someone just sent me. Uh, Ryan Reeves was quoted for being motivated against his old team tonight. Asked if he thought he would, uh, if he thinks anyone will be willing to drop the gloves with him. Ryan Reeves said, "I'd be happy to go two on one." To be honest, that's that. Uh, if that's what it is, if that's what it's going to take. So Ryan Reeves wants to fight tonight big time with the Wild and the Rangers. So you can go and bet. Stations Casino has a, a fighting major prop at plus 220 right now for the Rangers and the Wild game. There will be one? There is one. No, major no, no. Yet. The prop, the bet is, will there be a fighting major? Yes or no? Yes, Correct. plus 220? Yes, it's plus 220. Wager made on yes. Seems like good value. <laughs> 
Listen, 2023 <laughs> is going to be the year either where we're going to be unbelievably in a spot where we're doing media or, or I'm going back to selling shoes. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing? <laughs> we're doing fucking fighting major props. If I'm in the room, here, I'll put on the fucking glasses right now because I'm going to go for about 15 seconds. Cue it up. Who in the fuck made that decision to put up a fighting prop major and tell anyone about it? Because all somebody got to do is text Reeves and say, hey, man, drop the gloves in the beginning of the game if you can, settle some shit, whatever you got to do, and, like, start betting it. Now, you can't bet a lot of money on it, but why would you book it? You guys are watching the show in the risk room. I know you are. You pretend like you're not. I know you are. It's okay. And I'm going to do cash considerations again. All you people that have reached out, I'll do it again. You'll 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 find it. Yeah. People oh my God, it. there is. There it is. Absolutely, it's on the app. Holy crap! It's on stations. Is it's on the station app. You can I bet on every on every game. Every game tonight. You can. Will there be a fight? Yes or no. And the nose a big minus minus three fifty minus four seventy five minus four seventy five minus two seventy five minus three fifty. Minus 350 all in the no. Yes is big plus money. As big well, as they don't plus, fight no more. As big as plus 335. Devils and the Hurricanes. If there's a fight in that game, it's plus 335. That's the high of That's that and the, game the Jets and the Red Wings also is plus 335. But the Wild and the Rangers is plus 220 right now at Stations Casinos in Las Vegas in Nevada. No. Go ahead and bet it and win two days in a row. They'll throw you out. How about that? What's the max? 50 bucks, you think? Uh, I mean, you could bet it for 50. Keep it stealth and stay off the radar. You can go in like if you wanted to bet it for 200, they might tell you it's only 100. I don't uh, know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I, to, I have a bunch of tickets to cash from last night. I'm 100% going to stay. It's in, in putting 50 bucks on that to see what happens. I'm going right after the show. I'm going down and just saying, hey, where's the sheet with the with the fight thing? I can't Play wait. I can't oh believe it. Like, I guarantee there ain't no hockey guy there making no numbers. That's sent straight from the fucking mother office, like these, these, these things where they go, all right, Seattle and Buffalo. Buffalo's played 37 games. They've gotten six fights. All right. Right. What's the price? Done. Same shit. Like it's no, there's no thought. There's no nothing. So if Minnesota and the Rangers, if there's a beef, they only play twice. That's the game. It's going to happen. Well, or also Reeves want, and Reeves wants a piece of somebody. So Reeves, Reeves is, looks like he's looking for someone's head tonight. So that's going to be interesting to see how he, how he handles that. The other little bit of breaking news is that Sean McVay has given permission to his entire coaching staff to search for other jobs without resistance. He's informed his whole coaching staff, go find new jobs. McVeigh said in the staff, McVeigh said in the staff meeting that he does not know what he will do next year and won't block opportunities for those who want to explore other opportunities. Basically telling his entire staff, I'm, I'm walking. So you might as well go find a job at the Super Bowl. But you know what? You should have that every day of what? your life. Like when you're a leader, right? And someone's going to better their life if they want, you should bless them rather right, than. Right. But I think he's saying 
fine. But that would no. be, that would be an upper trajectory. If you could, I agree with you. Anybody who wants to get a better job to improve their life, you should, you should want that because then the next person coming up, you can say, look what I did. I moved this person from here to there. He's telling people go find a new job. Like don't dig like, any job. That's fine. Like it's, 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 yeah. I mean, but again, Oof, that's cold. When you tell them the guys that are in the mud with you while you're doing this, like if they can better their life or just want to change, you what if they don't want to change. What, they, what if they love Los Angeles? They don't want to go anywhere, but they stay, but, but they can't. just know that I am probably not going to be here. That's what that's yeah. telling me. Is that what that's telling you? Yeah. And that, that means the new coach comes in and blows everybody out. Listen, that's the way these things work. We're, you you're know, tied I'm to experience in this thing yes. in the media right now. You think you're in and then all of a sudden it's you yeah. ain't. And, yeah. oh, wait, I thought you guys, what, what what happened here? Okay, we'll be fine. So it's a, it's a microcosm for sports, but I guess he ain't coming back, right? I think he's done. I think he's, I think he's going to do the Sean Payton thing. I think Sean's going to go back to coaching and I think he's going to replace Sean Payton. I do the Fox media hits and do all the other stuff. It's a totally easy cush $2 million a year lifestyle. Matt Gentry just put in, in the chat. I'm at the book in New York, New York right now. They do not have the fight props on the kiosk here. Yeah. They won't have it there. That's got to be a stations only thing. I never seen that. Before. Yeah, I was gonna say New York. New York is MGM. It's bad MGM. It's bad MGM. They don't have it. Yeah, no way. You got to go to Palace Station. So get in an Uber. Tell them Palace Station, which is about three miles up the strip to the north end of the strip. Go to Palace Station. They'll have it. Mm. Yeah, that's probably the closest one there, right? Yep, that's their only book. That's, York, that's the o- yeah. only station book on the strip. What, hap- what, happen- right? what happens if you hop on the ice and start a fight? Does that count? <laughs> It's gotta be a penalty. <laughs> I don't know how many shots I could still take. I know I'll, actually I don't think it'd be worth it. Those guys are ruthless, man. <laughs> oh, I fight no NHL guys. No, 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 no. But if somebody wants to set up a, a, a video like a for you know charity or for fun or something, I could still get on the ice and grapple. But I, you know, I wear the helmet. I ain't That's taking so no shots. Hard for I don't, I'm I just going through the, the boxing that I went through the last four years to put me on skates and to see the guys hit. It's so impressive. It's really, really hard. It's hard of the box period with your feet underneath you, little on skates. It's, it's really hard. It's really hard. I mean, we always played. I mean, it was an automatic ejection if you fought. Right. When we played. Right. I mean, and even in college, like there was some games that I thought they're going to have to call the cops. Like this is bad. This is this is this is getting stupid. Um, but the last one for me was was a was a beer league, men's league, roller Ooh. hockey game. And this punk ass kid just wouldn't stop. And he lined me up when I wasn't looking. I waited in roller hockey. Yeah, he took a oh, shot. Oh boy. That's I, cold. I wasn't expecting it. So he yeah. got me good. My nose was bleeding. Like I, my, my shield was on, but I, I took a shot. I didn't say nothing. I you know, I went to the to the locker room, got my nose to stop. And a, the owner of the rink came in and said, Are you good? I said, Yeah, I'm fine. He's like, What are you gonna do? I said, Don't I'll be all right. He knew I was going to do something. Yeah. I waited until the third period. And I had to get the, I got the kid. I gave him the puck to run him over. <laughs> it was an old school move. I got the, I beat him to the corner and then I gave him the puck and then I attacked him and I held him down and I said, I could kill you right now. He understood. <laughs> they had to pull me off. The owner of the rink came in and said, 
I got to suspend you for a game. I said, I ain't coming back for two weeks. Said, see you later. It was fine. I understood. Okay. He said, well, I'm glad you did what you did because you could have killed him. I'm like, I was that mad. I'm like, I got to go to work tomorrow. He's lining me up. Right. We were killing this team. They were mad. When old men beat young kids, the young kids ain't got nothing to do. They start taking shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look so, out. Y League basketball, same thing. You got to look at the- Can't play that shit no more. <laughs> it's not. It ain't fun when these assholes start doing that. It ain't fun. That's why now I go, I just, I'm going to go buy a basketball today. Now he said, because I got a court right around the court. I'm going to go get a boom box. I'm doing everything that I used to do when I was a kid. You can't play today. It gave me peace. We can't play today, though. No, it's shitty outside, but <laughs> it's I know it's, it's been raining nonstop for like 24 hours. It's terrible. Yeah. The storm on the West Coast Weird. is here today. But yeah, I'm going to get a boom box. I'm going to get a radio. I'm going to just go shoot in the afternoon. Oh, that's not fun. That was, I loved, I, the growing best. up, well, when I was growing up, it was funny because I never, I lived in apartments in, in Andover's a very rich town. There's not many apartments to live in, but I lived in apartments. My parents were young and we were by Andover standards. We were broke. And so I never had a basketball to shoot at. But I dribbled for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. That's why I was a really good point guard. So I had, a, I had an unbelievable handle, but I couldn't shoot to save my life. I walked everywhere with a basketball dribbling. Yep. And I was great. Everywhere. So I could pass. I could run. I was always really fast. I was fast with the ball. I had really good handling. Play good Still defense. Played great defense, but Love I couldn't shoot. Defense. And that ultimately got to a point where I couldn't. That's why I was I was held back and I couldn't shoot because of the fact that I just didn't practice shooting nearly, nearly enough. So, but I used to that piece of the ball and quiet of just dun 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 levels you out. Just kind of <sighs> kind of levels you out. It makes you it makes you it, it takes away a lot of the nonsense. The first thing I'm doing is going to the casino <laughs> and look at these fight props. Then I'm going to either big five. Or the Ooh, other place, good. and I'm buying a nice fucking basketball. Nice. And then I'm going to start dribbling in a, in a garage. He's going to go, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm dribbling the ball. In the How garage? about that? <sighs> well, what if it's oh. raining? I can't go around a corner That's, to the court. Yeah. I'm going to dribble my basketball you in my go garage. Go pay Lifetime 10 bucks to have a pass and go play at Lifetime. I don't want to play with nobody. I want to dribble the nobody. ball, and I want to shoot, no one, and I want to listen to music. Oh, you know, yeah, that might be tight. Uh, so the, the Miami Dolphins have lost their last nine games outside when the temperature is below 40 degrees. Number is 10 and a half. Make it 11. <laughs> Total is 44 and a half for this game. They ain't winning. They're not winning. There's no way they're winning. They ain't but winning. Can, they, can Skylar Thompson keep this close if Tua can't go? Because <sighs> the line tells you Tua's not playing, right? Dear this Lord. Right. I don't know. The line tells me he's going to play. Wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't they think beat he the Bills play. with Tua. They beat him this year. Tua it's already nine beat and a half now. It's 10 everywhere. It's coming down right now as we speak. Okay. He's, they're going to make it. He's going to play. I don't know. At some point, somebody got to tap him on the shoulder and say, stop. Right, no, I, he shouldn't play. He shouldn't play, but I think you're right. I think he probably is going to try. He's going to play. play. Ugh. This is the game. I don't know. This is. I mean, I'm going to be honest. This is why I think betting on Bill's future scare me, because if Tua plays, and the Bills just expect to walk in there and kill the Dolphins, right? I mean, 
with Tua and that receiving core, they can contend with the Bills. And if Josh keeps on throwing these picks, he keeps on throwing these really bad, horrible tosses. Dolphins get opportunistic. I don't know. Everyone's like, Bills, bet the Bills' future. It's, I'm I'm not subscribing to that. It was such an emotional thing with the Bills. And it, DeMar's in Buffalo. I mean, like, this is just it's it's getting now, better. Yeah. The stories yep. are just getting better. Who the hell is going to bet the Dolphins this week? They're betting him right now. I mean, the number's nine and a half. He's playing. If that's in your mind, I think he's playing. You're betting that he's playing if you're betting the Dolphins today. Yes, right. But I don't know. I mean, concussions are weird. Go backwards. You can fail. the. You can, all you do is fail one test. If he fails a test, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he fails one concussion test, he's out. So he's got to progress Damn. through the exams to get himself ready to go for Sunday. And that's, I don't know, that's hard. I think that's without practicing and without really knowing. Uh, I don't know. It's a hard game to bet. It's a very hard game to bet. Unless you have inside information. If you know for a fact, like, hey, they're going to do everything because you can fake those tests and you can do. They got in trouble Man, already. Don't this say year. that shit. That's a kid's life. That's somebody's head. That's somebody. But they don't like, care. I know. The NFL. They just, don't care. I know. I know. They put him back out there two weeks after he had one of the most horrific concussions ever. And the kid came back. He had another one. Fell on the back of his head. It didn't even didn't even his head. He hit his head, but it wasn't like he hit his head hard. Just hit his head. He's so prone to more concussions that they will do, but that's, they don't care about Tua at 44. They want to Tua at 24. That's it. Can you play? Yes or no? Someone's going to pull him aside and say, sit down, but he wants to play. I mean, football players play like, you know, men are idiots. We're, yep. we're dumb when, when we're, when you're down Event. or sick or what, just stop. Like you got to think, I need to be around long term. Like it's just, you know, go to work because I don't feel good. I know everybody's like everybody needs it, the money and all this other. He don't, don't I wouldn't play. Uh, that's just me. But if he can play, he's gonna play. I don't know if the Dolphins are even gonna cover the spread. I don't think they got a shot at winning the game. <sighs> Vikings minus three against the Giants. Total is 48 and a half. We did Saturday games yesterday. These are the games on Sunday for the NFL. Right. Can you, with good consciousness, back the Vikings? <laughs> I mean, really? Can you, you like? What are you doing? Do I got to put the Minnesota back? Huh? Why? What are you? What are you talking about? Good consciousness. What does that mean? I, I think you have to talk yourself into this. The Vikings are a bad <laughs> football team. I mean, let's be frank here. They're going in the wrong direction. Very fast. Oh wow! Get the Vikings out. <laughs> Take the headband off. Get that fucker on. There we go. Um, I don't feel good about betting the Vikings at all. I don't feel good about betting the Giants at all, though. Like, if I'm forced to bet the game right now, today, Tuesday, yes. yes. What's your side? I mean, I don't think Giants. it's a. I don't. It's a Giants. Giants. It's a Giants. I, I think it's the Giants. Giants almost today. beat them a couple weeks ago up there, yeah. right? It's it's the Giants today. It's the Giants tomorrow. It's the Giants Saturday. It's the Giants. Giants are 13 and four against the number this year. They're eight and four against the NFC this year. They've covered four straight games or seven and one on the road. ATS giants. <laughs> All right, let's get this bullshit out of the way on Tuesday.
all week. Uh-oh, what happened? What Nothing. Happened? We're good. All right. I, fl- I flashed. Me too. Everything went yep. black. All right, Me we're too. Good. We're, we're good. Um, does what happen? Stucky said, I think it's the, f- it's the first time since 2009 that all the games are rematches. Yep. Does it matter what they did the first game? Nope. At all. None. Except for San Francisco, Seattle for me does. Okay. It's a monster mismatch, but every, every, every other game. No, there were four and a half point favorites on Christmas Eve in this very matchup. They won by three. Now they're playing it it again. Four, four and a half. Yeah. Now it's three. And that's why. It's a field goal game, man. Mm-hmm. It's a field goal game. But I'm taking the points. We'll, Not laying the points. We'll let this play out all week. But I, I, There's a lot. I mean, we've talked about this in years past. For you, those of you new to the show, again, the numbers are harder now than they have been all season. Like, there's no bargains on the board this week. I don't think there's one. There's not one like where I go, oh, I can finger roll. It's a layup. I don't see it. Eh, I think so. I think the you Giants. You got one you really yeah. like? Yeah, Giants minus, minus, I mean, the 49ers That's minus. That's the game? No, the 49ers minus six and a half was my finger roll. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that's bye-bye, though. Yeah, it's bye-bye, but it's, it's that was bye-bye. my finger roll. I stared at the board. The number came out. Minus six and a half. Hammer San Francisco. <laughs> They're going to kill the CLC Hawks. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe by, I don't know if kill, but 10 or more. I just think the Giants, I don't I don't think you can bet the the, the Vikings. I, I, just, I don't think you could. I don't know, game. man. There may be something going on. Are they like they may win the home game, but they are a go against when they go on the road. They're one in four over their last five games. ATS, they're four and five ATS at home this year. They're three, eight and one against the number against teams from the NFC. They're in the playoffs because of their record against the AFC. I mean, they they won a lot of games. I mean, yes, they beat they Miami. Twelve and five. They beat Miami. They beat Buffalo. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Jets. They beat the Colts. The reason why they're in the playoffs is because they beat up on the AFC teams that they faced. You know, they lost to Philadelphia. They lost to Dallas. They lost to Detroit. They lost to Green Bay. It's four. What they finish, and then they lost to. Uh, That's it. Four losses. They're thirteen and four. Yes. <laughs> How is that possible? I thought, wow. <laughs> and the Giants are nine and seven. Damn. Vikings, son. Vikings I don't are, know. Like Vikings I, I, are eight I and one. This. They're eight and one straight up at home. They are four. Uh, the Giants are four and four on the road. Against the conference, the Vikings are eight and four. Giants are four and seven against the conference. Last 10, Giants are three and six straight up. Vikings are seven and three straight up. Whitbrock asked in the chat if I think it crosses three. I don't think there's a chance in hell. Really? Not up or down? No. Uh, no. Not even. No, no, no. It could go back to three and a half. Okay. That's, I think so too, which would be great. Giants plus three and a half is the number you want. Well, that's an easy thing for the book. We, I mean, 
I could I just wait and take all the bets in the world until it's a very uncomfortable. <laughs> Somebody go to three and a half. Go get the Giants bet, please. And then you know, say, oh, it's going to be you know Jimmy. It's going to be him. It's going to be him. We you know five guys you know are waiting. Mm-hmm. Three and a half flashes. Boom! Take the bet. Back to three minus twenty. Quick. That's the only way it's going. Because if it goes to two and a half, somebody's coming with a bag, and we're going to wait until the limits open on these. Mm-hmm. Be interested. Today's Tuesday. It might open the limits because it's a playoffs, and the games are on Saturday and Sunday and Monday. Do you like this new schedule? By the way, I hate it. Not not dislike. Why? Hate why? it. Tell, tell me why. Because give me, give me you have the winner, just, the winner of Tampa Bay and Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys yeah. are playing on Sunday the next week, right? I believe so. So that's a short week. Correct. That's not fair. I mean, it's not fair, but I, I hate mean, it. It's not right. It's not pl- playoffs shouldn't be structured this way. It shouldn't be structured Monday. What are we doing having a crossover the weekend? It's wild Saturday, card weekend. Sunday. It's, it's Saturday, Sunday. Triple header Saturday, triple header Sunday. You then, own the world. Correct. And then why Monday? What's the point? Because you want Monday night football for ESPN to feel good about it? No. Dislike it. I don't like it either, but... um. Man, I don't way know. too much. Way too much. It, it makes that Dallas Tampa game like, you know, a really a, even a bigger game. It's a standalone primetime game. It's the biggest handle game of the weekend. By far. Every parlay, everything's rolling right into it. And it's a Monday standalone primetime game. It's going to, with Dallas yes. and Brady. Right. It's going to be huge. Monster handle. That That one has a better chance of getting off of three. Oh, with rock than it does than the Giants of Minnesota. Let's put it that way. You're gonna give me plus three and a half on the Bucks? Hell no. Bummer. It's going down. Bummer. It's going give down. Of course, it should go down. There it is. Dallas I is- just actually hit refresh. It's painted right. two and a half. Sorry. Dallas is losing that game. You're already sold on that. They got no shot at winning. Wow. It's Tuesday. I it's, mean, it's six days to think about that. You're, you're done. Need, I mean, I can think about it all I want. I mean, I just, I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. I, I, Dallas is not going to beat Brady. Just my, just, I just I don't see it. Dallas is not a good team. Neither the is Bucks. Are, Bucks they're eight but, and nine. But they're at home. They're, they're at home. Nine. But they're at home. And, and it's Brady. It's the playoffs. You know, I just think you have a, you have a different type of team at home for Tampa and you have a four and four on the road, Dallas team. Both teams are eight and four, by the way, against the conference, same record against the NFC. So yeah, there might be eight and nine, but all eight wins came against the NFC (laughs) against the conference. Damn son. So, you know, they're four and two against the division. So is Tampa against their own division. Yeah. Eight and one Dallas at home, but four and four on the road. Can we can we put on hold the uh the, the it's on the rundown, the next game, the Bengals and the Ravens only? Because I don't know who's playing quarterback yet. So I don't yeah, feel sure. like we discussed it yesterday with Stucky and he's, yeah, we'll just, yeah, you know, he let's just he made basketball. me change my hat and took a it's picture fine. of yeah, me we'll, and the Ravens. We'll get hat. Bengals, Ravens. I think he's right with the Ravens being the side, but yeah, we'll get to that tomorrow. I think so. So Katie's out a month. 
18 and two their last 20. He's been without them. They are substantially different offensively and record wise without Kevin Durant on the roster for the Nets. I fade him. Oh, going forward. I said it a couple weeks ago to somebody and it pained me to say it, but I said, I get Brooklyn's good, man. Oh yeah. Like they could, they could beat one of Milwaukee in the Celtics. I don't know if they could be both, but I'm like, they, they, with him right now, Jock Vaughn changed it all. Mm -hmm. Whatever he did, the pecking order was decided. KD's playing out of his mind. Let's say he misses a month. Okay. Here's the schedule for the Brooklyn Nets from January 12th to February 7th. Okay. They go home for Boston, home mm-hmm. for OKC, a five-game road trip, which is Spurs, Suns, Jazz, Warriors, Sixers. Damn, that's a tough trip. Uh-huh. They're doing home. that without him? Oh, boy. Yep. Okay. He's not that's there. That's one and four. Maybe. Three games at home against the Pistons, Knicks, and Lakers. Road game against the Celtics. Three-game homestand against the Wizards, Clippers, and Suns. I mean, they could Man, win. that's a hard schedule. That might be one of the hardest stretches that's they've why had. Bringing, that's why I'm bringing it up. I think they could lose. They might win only three or four games during that stretch. They might get crushed during that stretch doesn't matter a ton because they're going to be in the playoffs. They're 27 and 13 at the moment. I mean, you know, division wise, they are right behind the Celtics. Or that, a game. Like 14 games that you just said? He might miss Pretty 14 much. games? Yeah. I mean, it's a month. It's the month in the right. heart of the NBA schedule. So it's, it's up, a lot. Of, up until the All-Star game? Um, no. If, if we go to the All-Star game, um, that would take us until... Uh, Another week, right? All-Star game is... the 20th or something. Yeah, the break is the 15th to the 24th. So so it would be one, two, three, four more games. If you went all the way to the All-Star break, you'd include a home game against Chicago, home game against the Sixers, at the Knicks, and home for the Heat. And then the All-Star break. T. Weezy just popped in a chat and said he doesn't think Lamar's playing. I thought Lamar was going to try to play for the... Well, we don't know yet. It's it's a big... That's why we'll we'll delay that. Yeah. Fade the Nets all month. Whit Rock said that. I don't know if it's an automatic fade, but man, that like that road trip sounds like a one and four. Um, they averaged. I think the stat is they averaged ten less points per game without Durant, and they're like nine and eighteen, straight up. Without they him. definitely aren't even close to being as good of a team as they are with him in the plan. Yeah. Um, geez, it might be time to get some more Eastern Conference uh, futures on the mother teams. Because the price is going to improve again or, you know, decrease on the Celtics and the Bucks, because you had to put them up a little bit mm-hmm. while the Nets have been doing this. The Nets price got really low. This is the bottom. I mean, this is the, the peak low that it's been mm-hmm. all season because of this. Um, but maybe it will adjust back up. Uh, wow. That's uh, that's interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll uh so this is a need. This this is this is a problem. Oh yes, like I this mean, is this this could be long term. Yeah, 
Oh boy. I mean, they're calling it a month, but right. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is an injury prone player who has had very, you know, we say it's a month, but it's an MCL sprain and it's a right knee. He's going to be evaluated in two weeks. He missed six weeks with an, with a left MCL sprain last January. They can, they're confident that this is a less severe injury that will not require surgery. Yeah, they got to say that. But. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. It's, you know, he missed a month in 2017 when he sprained an, an MCL. So uh, that's everybody. He's averaging 30 points, 6.8 rebounds, and 5.4 assists per game. <laughs> you don't just replace that. Hell no. So it's tough. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Nets do without him, but I think they're a fade until further notice until they, they until you see. They are the they third do. choice of Fandle to win the NBA championship. Celtics are plus 390. The Bucks are plus 550. Then the Nets are $8. Then the Warriors. Celtics Nets Thursday in Brooklyn. If you want to be watching. Watch CTV, baby. Watch for that number to pop. Uh, Nuggets last night were 13 point favorites against the Lakers without LeBron. And they open nine. And they win by 13. And open nine. Okay. Up to 13. The end of the game, too? I I did not, but I heard it was brutal. Two shots inside the paint if you have the Lakers to lose by 11. (laughs) And they don't make one. Miss rebound, offensive rebound, <laughs> and then reject it. And then the dribble out. Woo. Keep betting at NBA. It's hard as hell. I, I'm not. I, I, I don't it's bet it. It's so hard. And it's it's almost like you just bet it, and then you just need to watch the last two minutes. Like you just, just say that quiet part out loud. We're going to get, we're <laughs> never getting off late night. And I'm okay with that. It's just the truth. I'm okay with paying on late night. Just keep <laughs> paying you, the bill. You just go ahead. It's just, I don't know. It's just how it is. It's like you bet it in like, I don't know. Watch the last two minutes. Otherwise it's just a heart attack. Roller coaster ride. I think Up by could, 10, down I, by I, 10. I'm seeing and talking to a lot of guys that are really enjoying betting his first half in the NBA. It's random as shit until the end. Right. They keep playing regular basketball at the end of the first half. They do not keep playing regular basketball at the end of the games in the NBA. So the guys are trying to compartmentalize and, you know, tighten it up and bet the first halves. And I'm like, yeah, but it's so much less time. And it seems like there's more random. Well, the free throws, the problem is, is that if you're looking at free throws in the second half, you don't get them in the first half. That's that's what I mean. That's That's the problem. That's the non-random shit. Yeah. Between the foul and not foul and the free throws and this and that, they just play it out. And the game is refed differently at the end of the second quarter than fourth quarter. You're really saying all the quiet parts. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just saying. You're it's, really saying all the quiet parts. That's why I think it's hard. That's a difficult. Yeah. 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 But first half, I mean, can you get down the same amount in a first half wager as a full game wager? Will the books take the same? Isn't the first half bet considered a prop? No, 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 no. No. First half bet and halftime bets are still legit, but a lot of times, I mean, they might be half limits. Okay. You know, Not full limit bets. Okay. It, right. Yeah. But I mean, anybody watching this show ain't betting a limit on an NBA. I know. I'm, I'm just asking. I just like to I know the difference with a book. The number, is there actually something with the number that might be softer because they're not taking as big of limits? 
on that game versus Ant- Anty just went in and said, Peralt betting NBA is like uh, Rocco Showtime rotisserie. Bet it and forget it. It's tough. Bet I don't it, like doing forget it. it. Got to combine the cooking and the betting somehow. That's our next iteration. You cook and mama. Uh, Golden State's laying 11 and a half points tonight. How? Why? No one's playing for Phoenix, obviously. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Steph's coming back. Seems absurd. 12 seems like a ridiculous number. But their record at home, I mean, they're 17 and four. The Warriors. Oh, they're winning. Well, I mean, they're winning, and then by how many points? If the Suns are punting on the game, it's now 12, by the way. So numbers are 12 in an NBA game. Nice number on the board. No, it's not. Philadelphia's 13 and a half at home against Philly. Oh, my. I mean, against Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Philly at home against Detroit. Yeah. Um, Yikes. You laying 12 tonight? Hell no. You know, Steph's return. Watching this game and let the Suns start out quick and they don't get down to six and a half or something. Oh, I need to be lower than that. Sons have won the first two matchups, by the way, 131-19 and 134-105. So we'll see how that over. Both games have gone over. Over. Yeah. But the That's Warriors are not a great team to the over at home. So it's gotta be a little careful. And the Suns don't have their full firepower. Total is 230. Damn, son. <laughs> uh the Warriors are 18, 22, and one to the over on the, on the over the last 10. They're seven and three to the under. The Suns are on the road. They're 10, nine, and one to the over at home. Golden State is 13 and eight to the under. I don't know, man. Without Booker, I don't know what the hell's going on with this. Team. Agreed. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's I mean, they don't even know. I was just down there last week. Nobody gave yeah. a shit. Like, they don't, I mean, they don't even care about the team down there. They're they the need- favorite in the West. They need Booker. Uh, and then one good game tonight. Yep. Clippers laying a point and a half against Dallas tonight. Can't wait to watch this one. This is the game of the night. This is another um, education game mm-hmm. for us. We got to watch. We got to see. We got to. We got to feel. We got to. Uh, this is this is what I'm looking forward to. What side do I like? I don't have a fucking clue. You no. like a side? No. <laughs> Hell no. Watch this to see. I, I think under. This is an under. Oh, this is two, under 223 and a half under listen it's pain but if you i mean you'll get the look play the totals that's no i do in hockey that's what i've been doing in hockey that's but, what i'm saying it's been there's hmm. money uh speaking of hockey hurricanes devils tonight good game good game hurricanes laying 152 on the money line it's not even that egregious of a of a favorite no. right like but, I'm you, I mean, even but that's the dallas i mean sorry, that's the devils that's why it's it's now the devils have earned the respect of the market. Rightly so or wrongly so in this rightly situation? so. I mean a hundred percent rightly so. I don't know, man. I'm kind of digging uh I'm kind of digging Carolina laying this number. Devils are 14 2 and 1 on the road, Dave. 14 2 and 1 on the road. Now Carolina's 12 4 and 1 at home. Some might say this number is too high for that very reason. <laughs> my man E is watching a show our guy nice he's watching a show he just sends me a text of Mike Bibby playing basketball with my face on it <laughs> I love this kid he's great I'm talking about E not I mean I like Bibby but I do kind of look like Bibby that's scary you do look like Bibby uh, yeah. yeah I do look like Mike Bibby with his headband yeah. on um 
So you like you there it is <laughs> right there. Hold of that shit up, Farah. There it is. Look at that. It's a pretty thing. good Photoshop there. That's, that's, that's great. That's did a good, good job with that. Really um, you like you you like the devils? Yes. Ooh, I'm glad it's not a better to book it. I, no. I like the Hurricanes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bet this game. This is you talk about watching this game. I'm watching this game. I'm in love with this game. Under? Oh, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. I don't know. It's six juice to the over. Under. That's tough. Maybe. Maybe. Savers cracking. Why'd you even mention this game? What do you mean? This is a good game. It's a very good game, but I don't have a clue what the bad. <laughs> this is a good game. It's a hard game. Kraken are 13 4 and 2 on the road. Gotta be the Kraken, but they played last night, did they not? I believe you're right. Uh, this is your back to back theory, sir. I don't know. I want they, they played. Yeah, they won 4 0 at Montreal last night. Yeah. This is a fun, this is a really fun game. I mean, 9 9 and 2. Sabres actually aren't that great at home. No. Sabres are better. On the road, I would say take the same, take the the Kraken tonight. Under might be a play too, but oh, you want to take under in a Kraken Buffalo game? <laughs> Six and a half juiced minus oh, one thirty. Oh, you're nuts! <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want that. I don't want that pain. <laughs> I'm not betting this game either, but I can't wait to watch this. There's some good hockey games. Today. Oh yeah, this game's fun. This Kraken team is. I, I've made good money on the Kraken this year. Kraken, right? St. Louis, Edmonton, Bruins. Um, yeah, I, I think I've hit, uh, doing the math last night. I think I, I'm now, uh, uh, 14 and six on my last 20 bets in hockey. Damn. Hockey saving my ass. <laughs> Officially. I'm not, I'm 10 and, uh, four on my last 14 bets on just the picks. Somebody so, just came in the chat. Raider Nation said, where do I find the discard? It's Discord. 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 It's www.betprep.com slash chat. Yes, sir. That Get in correct. there. That is correct. For now. For now. That'll change. Yep. They'll be changing very soon. A uh, New York wrapped their first year of sports betting legalization. Yes, they, went, they, they went live on January yep. 1st, 2022. Uh-huh. $16 billion in handle. Sounds about right. Higher or lower than what you were expecting from New York State? <sighs> I mean, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of people to bet. So number sounds right. I just need to know how they break that down. Because I would like to know what percentage of that billion handle was given to people to bet. Mm, fair. Promotional money. Right. I want real money dollars. And I'm a promotional money dollar. Why has nobody decided to 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 do that from a track? Nobody wants you want to talk about talking about the quiet part out loud. Nobody wants to tell, tell you that. Yeah, but why isn't a regulator doing that? Like, why isn't ah. <laughs> well, oh, that's a great question. Why isn't the Ohio State Gaming Commission or the Mass Gaming Gaming uh, Authority? Uh, why aren't they both? Uh, why? I mean, the next state to uh, go legal is going to uh, be Indiana, right? Uh, oh. I think. No, no, no. Indiana's already legal. No, you know, who's the next state that's going to go Ohio legal? Ohio is. Well, they're already legal. They're illegal. Mass goes in January 31st this month. They go in, they go in three weeks. They two better. Weeks. We'll see. Um, right. They think we'll they are. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the whole. Not done yet. I don't know. I just, I just, somebody needs to ask. Why aren't we asking that question? Why aren't we saying what is real money versus promotional money when it comes to reporting handle? I. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they don't do that. It doesn't make any sense to me. I would uh, need to know it that. doesn't make any sense to anybody within the industry, but 
I mean, I know why. I can't. Yeah, because you because because fake is fake, and you know, zero percent of zero is zero. So you can do all sorts of fun stuff with that number. <laughs> Said some stuff right there, son. Hey. Yeah, let's get some. Let's get some. I don't, I don't get it personally. I mean, I I, under, I understand the idea of you know, Mattel lawmakers because if I see this number and I'm in California, I might go, wait, 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 what the fuck? Hold on, how much money did they get? Wait, 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 wait. Again, that's handled. That's not profit. Correct. That's just money handled. So it's, that's volume, which is insane. But the average number. person doesn't know what that is. The average person's looking at sixteen billion. Neither every other word average, here, neither does is, an average legislator. Fine, right? True, but every other word in this headline is Charlie Brown's teacher. It's wah 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 wah. Sixteen billion wah 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 wah. There's no. That's all they're doing. They're just all they're going to fixate on is sixteen billion. So what's handle? Doesn't matter. What's revenue? Doesn't matter. What's real? Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's sixteen billion dollars. So people are going to think that that's you know money we need to go get. Give me five percent of that, and I'm good. The tax rate, 10%, 20%. Oh, 51%? How much money did New York City make? Holy crap. 51% tax rate on a $16 billion handle. Well, that's not that's, – hold on. It's hold not on. the full – you hold can't on. tax that. Hold but wait, how much money did they make? That's the problem. That's all lawmakers see. Dollar signs. I apologize to GC Syrup. He said, please don't scream like that while I'm driving and switching <laughs> lanes. I'm sorry, but people got me fired up. Sorry. Uh, it's good we need stuff. to say goodbye to the grid right now. Yes. Sports grid. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you guys coming We're up. We're not tomorrow. done yet though. Boys. We're not done. Stay if right you guys now. are on YouTube, don't move. We're not moving to sports grid saying goodbye. See you guys tomorrow here for BVB. Uh, here's a question. Yep. Do you see what DraftKings did with the AFC North tickets? I did when you sent it to me. Draft I don't have a bet there. Cause I can't bet there. DraftKings is paying out both bets. Why the fuck not? Not just the, the AFC North has been declared the Bengals division. So the oh. Bengals tickets all get paid out. But since that the Ravens got screwed <laughs> and did not get chances to do this, their their compliance people have written the following. This is I I just have to, I have to bring this up. Since the Baltimore Ravens would have had a chance at claiming the division, would had the Bengals lost to the Bills. Should the Ravens then have defeated the Bengals in week 18 in their matchup, bets placed on the Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC North will also be paid out as winners. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if applicable, these credits will be applied to accounts within 48 hours. Oh. Based I'm on nice. the outcome of week 18 games, we will potentially view other markets affected by cancellations of the Bills and the Bengals. Other markets? Sure. Because we're not betting. We're just paying people whatever we want in funny money. So, wow. Whenever we want. We just, here you go. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I would love, and I have guys... Oh, I love this. So I'm getting now DMs from people to test their to test out their stuff. This is great. People are still on people are all I pissed people off today about those tweets today about, about the lag with application. Someone just sent me someone just said, hey, just a heads up. Here's a link to go and test it out on the NFL weekend so you can see the lag time with our application. <laughs> from better? Nope. From simple bet. Oh. Uh, I got I got a DM from the uh, from Levy. Nope, from a guy oh. named Andrew. Oh, product manager of Simple Bet. 
wants me Does to he test want to come it on the show? I don't know. We can ask him. Ask him if he'd like to come on the show. We can talk about that'd it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, he says it's three seconds. They're lagging behind. Three. I, I don't. I need to see it personally. Well, three is still not the same, right? There's still three. There's always a lag. Like to say that oh, yeah. there's no lag, there's a real time. It's not real. No, it's not real. I, I mean, Steve on Twitter, who I was going back and forth with, said it was 23 seconds. That's what he said. That's what his research, what he wrote an article on, which I think it's 23 seconds. is, a, is It sounds right. It's an eternity. <laughs> I mean, it's an absolute eternity for what Who's the feeds. Erotic? No, um, the, the other Steve, um, Brubaker. Oh, Brubaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brew's tremendous. Yep. Love Brew. He says 23 seconds. Brew is nothing but truth, man. And I agree. <laughs> and so they're going in. Oh, no, 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 no. It's three seconds. It's not three seconds because people's internet is totally different. Sorry. It ain't three seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, close. Anyway. This thing here, this is an interesting thing because one, how do you decide to do it? Two, how do you decide which markets to do it with? And then three, the interesting part of what that thing says is that we're not done yet. Right. Hold on. <laughs> what? Yep. The, what the fuck are you doing? It's and I betting. got friends. I have friends that work for DraftKings here. Mm-hmm. They are traders. Like, yep. And I'll see them and go, what are you guys doing? Like, what are you paying everything off for? Like, well, it's no big deal. There's not that many bets on it. One. Okay. Yep. But two, how do you pick and choose? That's well, the problem. You I don't know. have a problem. Again, again, I always get people get mad at me whenever I say this. They're like, why do you guys bring this up? It's free money. It's I want I'm, I'm I get my bet back. Why is it a bad thing for the player? It's not. See, it's you just come full circle because you used to give me shit about that. Correct. You used to say that all the time. It's, now you can see well, the other side of it. Because it's random. That's the problem. It's not right. I, I don't have a problem with somebody getting a free bet. I don't have a problem with somebody getting a free wager. I don't have a problem getting someone getting a refund. I don't have a problem with any of that. My problem comes from the fact that I don't know when or wh- how I'm going to get it. So now I start asking like a Pavlog dog. I start pressing the button. Hey, where's my, well, I, I lost. Pay me. Well, you lost. I know, but pay me. Well, why? Because it wasn't fair. So well, why, was it, why wasn't it fair? Well, it wasn't fair because, you know, the sun was shining. It wasn't supposed to be shining. The guy dropped the ball. Oh, you. You know, it's not my fault. The, 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 the you know, you told me, the weather guy told me it was going to be cloudy. And then it was sunny. And the guy dropped the ball because it was sunny. So get out, give me, give me back. Well, no, it's not how it works. Well, why not? Because a game got canceled randomly because of a horrific thing that happened. And you paid out those bets. So, okay. Because my book that I bet the, the Ravens at, Told me to go take a hike. I said, we're, <laughs> we're taking your money. But I'm going to go, wait, DraftKings people got their money back. I bet the Ravens at plus 200 to get my money back, right? No. Well, why not? Because that's what they did. I know, but if they did that, why didn't I do this? Why, what, well, we take bets here, sir. That's what we do. You lost a bet. We, on the house rules, it states here, the bet you made, it says that whoever the NFL claims to be a winner, then that's who we, we, we grade it as what our house rules states. Yeah, but I didn't read that beforehand. What are the house rules on DraftKings? Doesn't matter because you did. We you better with us. Just keep talking. Just to keep talking. It's it's just frustrating. I mean, on a lot of levels, it's frustrating from that standpoint. And that's why I bring it up because it's not consistent, and the inconsistency of it is what drives me the most maddening now about it. Because it was if it was once in a while, I liked it in the beginning. Right. Dave's right. In the beginning, I liked it. In the beginning, it was once in a while. It was a bad beat <laughs> refund. It was decent once in a while. Now it's all the time. What is I, that? Uh, what is that? I picked this up down in uh, 
Calendar pull that pull, pull, pull the thing down. Oh wow. This is this is this is a book that is available at FanDuel Books. At FanDuel Books. They're sitting on a table. It's a long, big ass book bound. Is that the house rules? Nice. This is this is all of the bet rules. Bet Holy guide God. in all parts here. Right here. All the information in there. This is better than Biff's Almanac. <laughs> I fucking love this. I'm carrying this around. I'm going to take pictures of me in a book, reading a book about a bet guide. I wrote this fucking book. <laughs> oh, you did? Every sport. I didn't write this one particular, yes. but I had to write about how to bet on sports. Does it say about bet refunds? Tennis. Yikes. Basketball. <laughs> Football. All the sports. They're all in here. Table of contents. How many pages? Types of betting. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, tennis, golf, soccer, soccer, auto racing, and MMA slash boxing. Ooh. Okay. This thing is 40 pages long. 40. It's great. All the answers are in here. <laughs> Until they cancel a game. And then they don't know. And you fucking throw it away and go, what do you do now? Oh, pay them all. Just pay them all. It's unreal. I don't know. It's not in the bet guide. I lost my money. That's all I know. I, I and, and I don't like that. I lost my money. And that's why. Because it's not random. And oh, wait, that means you should go bet this bet. Yeah, but then the next time I bet something, if you go to DraftKings to bet it at DraftKings, who knows what bet they're going to do? Because there's no rhyme or reason for the way that they do it. Their karma committee or whatever they want to call it. They that's get the points, people. Don't get that shit confused. Sorry, whatever. Whoever the hell comes up with this idea. Some dude in a room says, hey, how many bets are on that play? I don't know. 10. All right, refund them all and say we did it and make, make a big stick of it so everyone talks right. about us. And send it to the marketing guy so he can talk about it. Yes. In fact, Push send it. it to Peralt Chair, maybe right. they'll talk about it on Push it. BVB. Yeah. It's it's wild. Uh, better to book at time. Let's do it. This number has been crazy today. LSU Florida opened up at Florida minus two, went all the way to LSU plus one and a half. Sorry, sorry LSU minus one and a half. Mm. has come all the way back now to Florida minus one and a half big disagreements on this game between LSU and Florida. I'm on the home team. Give me plus one and a half for the Tigers against the Gators last home game for LSU. They beat Arkansas by four as three point dogs. Florida has played well, bad loss last week or last game for LSU, but they had two road games. They were 10 half point dogs to, to Kentucky lost by three. Got a home dog LSU. Better get a booking it. You got LSU plus the points, you said? Plus one and a half, yes. <sighs> All right, we'll bet it. It's a fun game. 137, 135 and a half, 136. This ain't going to be fun. This is going to be like torture. <laughs> so it's like getting a root canal. I love SEC basketball. Slow ass game. I'm a big fan a of this. A lot of misses. As is basketball is fun. fun. Yeah, they got good players. I'm excited for this one. Iowa State is at home against Texas Tech. I got ahead of the move a little bit on this one. Cyclones are three and zero against uh, straight up, three and zero against the spread in Big Twelve play. Texas Tech is one and two straight up, zero and three against Dear the number. God, this is a hard game. I'm laying six and a half with Iowa State tonight. Why at Hilton? I want a book. That. Tech too stinks. many points. It's up to seven and a half at some books right it's now. It's down to five and a half. Ooh, look what at that change. You look at it was it was seven and a half. Ain't it five and a half? There's one that? six left. People coming in on tech. Interesting. Low scoring game. One twenty eight. Yeah. Pick yeah. a game where they're going <laughs> to score points, would you? This game's going to be ugly. Oh. Iowa State Tech the sec. This game's ugly. Hundred percent under. 
Maybe. Maybe. But Iowa State sometimes gets streaky. So it's, oh, it's they this can is score when, sometimes. Listen, this is when I got to really start watching college mm-hmm. basketball. When I was in the room, as you talk about the end of college football and it being sad, there's no more distractions. There's no more excuses when you're in the room. You're like, did you watch the game last night? No, I was woken at the football. No, I was watching the <laughs> hockey. No, I was this. Now there's no more football excuse. Got to watch it. You have to watch. The regular season, the NFL's over. The college football's done. So I'm against the market on all three of these bets, including okay. my hockey bet. What's next? Over six, St. Louis and Calgary. This has been an ATM. What's wrong with this? Everyone likes the under in this game. Calgary is not shit. Calgary is not an over team. St. Louis is. Percentage wise, the best. Have they played this season yet? Five two win for St. Louis. All right, we'll bet it. Getting even money right now. Yep. It's under minus one twenty. Market is all on the under. Under five. Under six. I like six. Good push potential. Markets, they've been betting against this total. Like they've been, they've been betting against the St. Louis total now for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blues are, you know, they were three nothing winners in their last road game that snapped that 12 0 and one streak on the road. But at home, they're still extremely good to the over. They score and give up goals. And I think we're getting backup goaltenders tonight. So, oh, over six. Oh, we don't know the goal. Oh, okay. Uh, I can tell you. I, I, I think no, 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 that's fine. We'll just, we'll just at res of right now, I would bet over. Yeah. Hold on. Let's see if they've confirmed it or not for the game tonight. Uh, late games, they don't confirm to that. Well, it is afternoon, we're an hour behind. Thanks, guys, for staying with us this long. We got a, now we got the most people we got <laughs> watching the chat, watching the show right now in the chat. I just want to thank confirmed everybody. with Mark. Uh, Binghamton, most likely, Markstrom okay. is probable, probable, to be in that. so we're getting number one goaltenders, which is still is fine to me. I'm gonna get goals. Markstrom gives up goals on the road. Favorite thing about today is what. It's January 10th. It says it right there above us. Put the okay. date of the show in there every day. Special day for me because uh, it's my mom's birthday. Oh, And, nice. you know, my mom is still alive. I just went down to Phoenix and saw her last week. And everybody has a mother, whether their mother is still alive or still a part of their lives. It's a whole thing for a whole nother time. But mm-hmm. a lot of decisions I've made in my life were because of my mother. In spite of my mother, she didn't understand all the things I was doing all the time, but she was always supportive. And then there were times she wasn't because she just totally like, I had to tell her I'm going to Curacao. Why? I'm going to go work at a bookie joint. You're what? (laughs) You know, my mother's a very tough, old school Italian woman. Mm. Very tough. Very hard. Mm. My college talk with her was very simple. Mom, I've told this story a million times. When I write the movie or write the book, I'm telling the story. This is how you talk to your son, the oldest of five, who's going to college for the first time in the whole family. You're going away to school. David, I want to talk to you about going to college. Sit down. Perfect. Sit down at the kitchen table. She said, if you get a girl pregnant, I'm cutting your dick off. Yep. And I went, "Uh, okay. I got that earlier than Kyle. She said, she said, <laughs> conversation over and got up yep. and walked away. And she turned around and said, cutting it off. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds that good. was it. And I went and told my brothers, I'm like, you ain't going to believe what mom just said to me. 
everybody was kind of sad because they're like, Dave's leaving. Like Dave's actually yeah. doing this. Like Dave's going to college. It was like going to a funeral. Oh. I was so excited. I couldn't even show excitement at going because I was scared to death too. Right. Nobody knew what they were doing. But this woman taught me so much about life. Mm. And we went through these ebbs and flows and all this other shit where good, bad, and different. But today is January 10th. And every year on January 10th, I'm uh, excited. And I know it means a conversation with my mom. So we had a very dear, deep-hearted conversation last week. Cleared a lot of shit up. But I think 2023 mm. is going to be great. Good. It's going to be great. So okay. if you have any, you talked about your mom yesterday and the cooking mm. and all this stuff. And it was like, <laughs> she was so mad. <laughs> I saw that. And you sent that thing. <laughs> but if you have your, your, your parents in your life, and again, I don't want to get preachy. And if you don't want to talk to them, you don't have to. But if you have an opportunity to take five minutes and call them up just for them, not for you. Oh, yeah. And you got to do that every once in a while. I forget who gave the Oscar speech. The Oscar speech was a great point about everyone has parents. And if you have a chance to call your parents, thank your parents and just talk to your parents, just do it. Don't text them. Don't email them. Call them. Just say, hey, how are you? <laughs> For five minutes. Just check in on them. You may have to on. scream into the phone because they can't hear you. You may have to call two or three times because the call drops. Whatever the case is. Just do yeah. it. It's just wild. It. Um. My favorite thing about today, well, for starters, I love the fact that we found out that we can bet on fighting props today. That was why going I love right doing there this from show. Here. Literally going right there from here. <laughs> I love that we find these I'm things out. I can't wait to bring it. That you can bet on fighting props here in Vegas. And it's like one book that we know that you can do it, but it's for someone on Twitter goes ahead and, and points it out saying, hey, by the way, guys, did you know that this is possible? Given with the quote that Brian Reeves. So if you're looking to bet that, Rangers, wild plus 220 for a fighting major to happen with ryan reeves or anybody for that matter that game might be contentious and you might get a little two to one return on that which is really really fun um i think what's cool about the brigade and i think what's cool about what we've built and building is a lot of people who are used to a schedule when we go late, <laughs> they get all kind of out of whack. It's not that it's my favorite thing about today, but it is. I do appreciate when you guys care and you guys are like, what's going on? and What's happening? Hey, this is happening. Hey, why are we on late? And we don't try to be on late. This thing shit happens. But it's nice. It's a nice reminder. So I do appreciate every one of you guys that one, Everyone. listen, watch, listen, be a part of it. If you guys are watching on Sports Grid, tag us, take pictures, show us. We tend to, I try to watch it as much as I can on Sports Grid and just, you know, see what it looks like and whatnot. We really, really appreciate our relationship yeah. with those guys. But you guys who are live are sort of, the, you know, Ferris said it right the other day, like you guys are the heartbeat of the show. And true. We love when you guys being there. We love the chat. We love everything that goes on. And for those of you who just lurk, it's really cool too. You just be lurking and watching and watching clips and being a part of it. We really do appreciate all you guys. At Boston versus the book on Twitter. Go follow us on Twitter if you've not done so as of yet. Dave, Matt, for Farah, we are back tomorrow for a Wednesday's BBB.